With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, Brent Musburger and Stephen Bonds, we welcome you in. Let's ride the bubble today. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi there. And Jer- Are you ready? I, I looked underneath your console there earlier this morning. I see you got your dancing shoes on because we're going to go dancing tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, man. How you feeling? I'm good, Patrick. I'm doing well. Yeah, I mean, enjoyed watching some of the college basketball yesterday. It was fun. Uh, you know, it was good to see. These games are incredible. You know, they it's really insane. are, considering that we have more games to come next week. So uh, it's been fun. It's I've, I've enjoyed it. Last night there were some good games. I mean, the Miami-Duke uh, game, I think, was, was a really good game to watch. Fun. And, unfortunately, Miami wasn't able to close it out. Now they're on the bubble. And you mentioned Duke, the ACC Conference Tournament Championship today. Virginia Tech, how about Vodtech? Vodtech still may have to beat Duke to get into the dance, which is fascinating. This is unbelievable. Yeah, it really is. Like, I, I, I keep looking at these, you know, who, like, I, I, this morning I went and looked at the, the A&M, BYU, St. Louis, and Virginia Commonwealth are not in. Virginia Tech, Oklahoma, Wake Forest, and Dayton are the first four out. And meanwhile, Michigan's <laughs> one of the first four in. I I'm mean, with you. Four in. You've, you've made me turn like, the corner, by the way, on Michigan. I want them out. I'm out on Michigan. I mean, like, I don't understand how we're rewarding Michigan. I mean, I, this is according to Joe Lenardi. I don't know if that's this is accurate. But, like, I, I don't get how, you know, Rutgers is the last four buys. I promise you, if Rutgers played, uh, if Rutgers played A&M right now, that wouldn't be a good game. No, no, no. They would, A&M would just trounce them. By the way, I got the weather channel on unironically because you're talking about weathermen making forecasts about these bubble teams. Uh, Let me just set it up really quickly. We've got 12 teams that have punched their ticket to the dance as far as the conference tournaments. Of course, you get 36 auto bids, 32 conference champions. Today, you got 15 more punching their ticket, Michael, including the ACC, as you just mentioned, the Big East, we'll get to it, Big 12, Pac-12, and Mountain West. So we've got a lot to get to. We've got NFL news. And then tomorrow, you and I are going to sit back and watch VEASAN's coverage. It's going to be crazy. 6 o'clock your time, they've got the line drop in concert with DraftKings, a broadcast for an hour that's going to be awesome, aired on vcin.com. Remember, you can catch out all the action tomorrow, vcin.com for free. And then we go from 7 p.m. Eastern time to 1 a.m. with vcin's tournament betting breakdown. It's going to be incredible coverage, just like the Super Bowl coverage here on vcin. 
and don't and don't fill out a bracket until you buy the until you buy point spread weekly right. and 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 listen to all the commentary because your bracket's going to be all messed up especially knowing Steve Mackinnon, Matt Humans and everyone who puts uh, great effort into that that guide are going to be able to keep you up to date on the latest information which I'm not sure the committee seems to care does the eye test not matter it, it appears it I mean, doesn't does the eye it test not matter doesn't. You know, I want some. I want these A10 teams. I was obsessed with the A10 yesterday when we were having technical issues. I wanted to ask you about them because you know some bid stealers in the A10. You think about it. Uh, today you've got St. Louis and Davidson. Davidson's in, in, they're going to get in at large, uh, but then you've got Richmond and Dayton. If Dayton loses out, Dayton to me, I'll take Dayton over Michigan. I, I, yeah. To be honest with you, I'll take St. Louis over over Michigan at this point. So again, you mentioned it. It's these conferences. The problem is like Indiana, you know, beating Illinois yesterday. It wasn't a good day for one seeds. The Big Ten, you had Illinois going down. You had Auburn getting crushed by A&M, Michael, uh, although they made it close late. But it, the weird part is they get better wins against the big conference opponents on the bubble. So that plays out as you get closer to Selection Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no doubt. But the A-10 is really good, though. It's I mean, very Davidson, good. I don't think anybody wants to play Davidson as good as they are, even though they're they're not a great defensive team, but their ability to uh, to score and to shoot as well as they shoot, you know, I mean, they are dynamic from the two-point area. I mean, they're not a three-point shooting team. They, they, they're 36% from the three-point line, but, you know, they are very good inside the three-point line. And then Dayton, who you mentioned, I mean, Dayton is one of the best three-point shooting teams yep. in the country at 41.5%, plus they play great defense. You know, and and they combine that. I mean, so you've got a lot of good teams. Dayton has that young kid Holmes, who's mm -hmm. been dynamic for them. Uh, and and we didn't talk. And Davidson's got two really good players in Liam Davidson's Brockovic. Legit, man. Davidson, they, is they really legit. are. I don't think they want to play them. And we've been saying this for two weeks now. Go with a team that's got great defense. And Virginia Commonwealth is by far the best defense in the conference. And they are really good. I mean, they defend the three-point line better than most teams in the and country they, at twenty-eight point seven percent. They have that frenetic defense, and they lost yesterday to Richmond. So Richmond moves on. VCU, I guess they're out on their way to the NIT. But I, right now, you give me VCU in Michigan with that defense. Honestly. It's tough. I might take VCU. I, I, I just don't get it. I don't understand how A&M can be an NIT team. There's, I mean, there's 63 better or 68, 67 better teams than this. I, I don't get it. I really don't. You know, and, and I'm sure they're working off their numbers. But to me, the eye test of what Texas A&M has done recently is awful compelling. Now, if they can beat Arkansas today, it makes even a better case, right? Yep. So I, I think it's really important that, you know, that they continue to go along this trend. Did we just did we slow roll the must bus uh, coming down <laughs> coming down the wow. road? But I, you know, I was really I think Wade is I I, I said I think Will Wade is in Wade's, Will Wade's head. wild man. He gets did you see he was out of control yesterday in that game? LSU he lost at the end of the first half. He lost the game for his team. I he mean, fell he's apart. sitting there right there. He's going to go into halftime and he starts going berserk. He went nuts. You know. It's the same thing that happened to Vanderbilt last night. You know, when, when uh, Stackhouse got that, that, that technical, all of a sudden Kentucky just kind of pulled away. You know, the, these are moments in the game where, you know, he's telling his team, Wade's telling his team to be composed, and yet he's acting like a maniac. I totally You agree. know, it, it, Carl, Carl's going to leave. We'll talk to Carl later in the show, but I'm sure Carl's campaigning, you know, to see about that, that situation at Wade. And it depends on what's going to happen with their, with their violations. I mean, they're, st they're under investigation, as we know.
Well, the LSU head coach, Will Wade, I mean, it's been proven. He's on tape. I mean, there's <laughs> the fact that he still has a job. So was Auburn, but that nobody's seen what happened uh, at Auburn. Hey. I mean, remember that? I mean, yeah, I do remember that. I don't know where that went. I mean, that was one of the great disappear. I mean, Houdini didn't disappear as good as the <laughs> Auburn allegations did. I mean, seriously, where'd that go? In Arizona as well. By the way, so LSU, Arizona, Arkansas yesterday. I'm going to tell you right now, and we've talked about it. You've been in front of it. You're friends with Musselman, but Arkansas is a team nobody's going to want to play. Uh, just because the intensity is off the charts right now. They cover the three easily against LSU. You mentioned going into the break, LSU was in it, and then they fell apart. Arkansas, a big win. So you take a look at today, Arkansas turns around. They're going to take on a scorching Texas A&M team who absolutely – look, the first half was a, a runaway. They went to the breakup 15 against uh, Auburn, and then you know got tightened up a little bit. But A&M right now is – Absolutely. Listen, this is a team mid-January into February went 0-8, and they've won 7 of 8 coming down the stretch here at A&M. Yeah, but let, let's be clear here. A&M has beaten Arkansas once already back in January. Early January, they beat them by 5. That's right. They beat them at, at Bud Walton. And then when they played them at home, that game went to overtime. Mm-hmm. So anybody who thinks this is going to be an easy game, you know, I mean, Ken Palm has it as a four-point game. I think the line opened up at five and a half, and it moved right down to four and a half. I think this is a money line game on which side you like for either one, you know, and A&M is playing really well, and so is Arkansas defensively. But the, just, just from past performance back in January, I mean, A&M has been able to match them. And, you know, they're one of the few teams, I mean, when they've lost, Arkansas's lost to Alabama, Tennessee, and their last loss before that, they were on that three-game losing streak when they lost to Mississippi State, Vanderbilt, and A&M. Well, you nailed it. The, listen, the Aggies were competitive against the Razorbacks earlier this year when they weren't peaking. They're peaking now. It's tough to fade A&M. Five and a half. Yeah. I had a six and a half opener, so it looks like A&M's getting hit a little here, Michael. Yeah, I mean, look, A&M has been really good. I mean, I know they had the eight game, and, and but they beat a good Florida team that some people have in the tournament, you know? I mean, I don't know how Florida gets in. I, I don't know how Alabama gets in the way they've played. I mean, Alabama's Alabama's falling apart. The wheels are coming off they for They fell Oaks. apart. I mean, I would, you know, A&M deserves to be in before Alabama, you know, and Alabama's, what, 19 and 11 right now, and they're on, looking on their way out, so... You know, to to beat Florida, to beat Auburn, you know, they beat out, they handily beat Alabama early part of March. So this is a team that, you know, that, that I think they're really coming together. And, and I know they've had that eight-game losing streak that they were able to kind of come off of, but they've been very good down the stretch here. It's a great slate today, Michael. Here's the ones I want to focus on quickly to finish up on your point. Texas A&M, Arkansas in the semis. They're in the SEC. You got Kentucky, Tennessee. That's We've seen it. We know how well, good that is. That's going to be, be great. Yeah. How about the Big East? So the finals today, Creighton and Providence. We'll get to that coming up in just a bit. The Big 12, your Texas Tech Red Raiders taking on Kansas. Kansas is rolling right now. Duke, Virginia Tech, I mentioned ACC. We're going to go Pac-12 with UCLA and Arizona. Um, and then also Mountain, you know, the Mountain, Mountain West might be a four-bid league. I mean, Wyoming, who lost... I think is part of most last fours in. So if you take a look at it, San Diego State, Boise State, who's going to play in the Mountain West Finals today, and then you look at Wyoming and Colorado State, Mountain West could get four in as well. Yeah, I no hope doubt. they do. I hope they do. I hope Wyoming gets in is what I'm trying to tell you. I, I do too. And, and Wyoming's been a really good story, just like, you know, when we see what Creighton's been. How about Creighton, how they've been coming back? Awesome. I mean, you know, I thought the Villanova-Connecticut game was another good game to watch like yesterday. I don't know what you felt. Late, you stayed, that was you awesome watched. last night, man. 
I mean, I think they're two really good teams. And, and, and I've listened to a bunch of people talk about Connecticut as being a potential Final Four team, and I could see it. You could see it. I mean, they're very good offensively. And, How about the atmosphere and, and, at MSG? Oh, it was great it was at the awesome. Garden, wasn't it? Isn't it great to have a game at the Garden like well, that? Well, Jay, Jay I mean, Wright said incredible. it felt, you know, he's won two championships. He said it felt like a championship game there last night. There's and that no was doubt. in the semis. Quarters. And this is going to be a great game, too, because Creighton is really good defensively. But we go yep. back to what we've talked about all year. Go with veteran leadership. Go with free throw shooting. And that's where Villanova shines. 84% from the free throw line. They've got three guys that are really good players that are all upperclassmen. They're a tough, tough team. I mean, that's a lot of points to lay, I think, in this game. I think it's a lot of points against a good Creighton. Creighton's the best defensive team in the conference. But they don't shoot their free throws. And you just said it, Villanova, the best free throw shooting team in the country. Jay Wright's got a squad this year, man. We'll get to that game coming up in just a bit. Coming up next, Houston Texans quarterback won't face criminal charges. Uh We have to discuss. That's next, Lombardi. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Express Bet, first bet wants you to get in on all the horse racing action. Sign up today with the promo code Vegas1000, receive 10 bucks instantly and up to $1,000 in bonuses. Visit slash horses for details. Use the bonus code Vegas1000. Again, Vegas1000 for the code, vsin.com slash horses for more details. Michael Lombardi there with the dance and shoes on. I'm Patrick Maher live from the studios here at the South Point. This is BSIN, the sports betting network. As we say hi, of course, we're going to ride the bubble today, Michael Lombardi, 25 games today. It is, it was awesome. I, first off, I got to give you props. You were up late last night watching Nova UConn, huh? Yeah, you know, I mean, I had the man over the house. So, you know, you know, he's there, so, you know, you got him over. You and Vermin sure were watching late night, huh? Yeah, I got to make sure you're watching the game. I mean, it's fun. It's really good. I mean, it's fun to kind of go through the whole evening with it. And Villanova is, to me, a 
a fun team to watch because they, they kind of meet all the characteristics of a team that has the ability to get to uh, to the Final Four because they shoot free throws, they defend, they compete for 40 minutes. You know, so they were good. I, I thought the Miami-Duke game was great to watch. I mean, Duke had uh, – Miami had a great opportunity. They just couldn't do it, uh, close it out, and Duke was resilient through that. So, I mean, it's just a lot of fun games. I can't imagine the tournament can be much better, but it will be. Oh, it's gonna it's gonna be awesome. I mean, we we talk about the familiarity factor here with these teams. Uh, by the way, UConn Villanova yesterday, I mean, it was awesome. That one ended up closing Villanova two and a half. So if you had two and a half, you were good. They win by three, sixty three sixty. And just to set up the number, Villanova today. Let me just get that for you. Um, I'll get it for you here in just a second. I just wanted to quickly on Creighton, and Creighton absolutely pummeled Providence yesterday, 85-58, yep. and Creighton's been on fire. It's weird. Creighton's been going like up and down this year. It's, it's weird. They started off great, then went through a lull. But here's the difference. You just said it. Villanova shoots their threes. Excuse me, shoots three well, obviously, but also the free throws, best free throw shooting team in the country, and they don't don't turn it over. And Creighton does, and they don't shoot their free throws. So if it comes down to yeah. that, and again, it's six and a half number, but there's the polarity. You know, Creighton's a team that will turn it over and doesn't shoot it as well from the free throw line. This becomes so so ardently important uh, come uh, tournament time. And Villanova hits all their all their free throws. Now they're not a deep team, and their big has been sick, and they only literally have one big. Then they go all guards, Villanova. But they have Gillespie, and he's a stud. You know, and, and when you go back and look, I don't know if we can learn anything from the two games that these two teams played back, you know, in middle of December, and then they played right at the right at the turn of the new year here. Uh, you know, so and and both teams have split. One, one team won. I mean, Villanova lost at to in Creighton and Omaha, and then obviously Villanova beat them at home handily, seventy-five forty-one. And so both games were lopsided in favor of the home team. So. I don't anticipate this being a lopsided game. I think this is going to be – I think Creighton's defense, you know, they were on a really good run there in February, and they lose to Providence. In Providence, they get blown out. I mean, Creighton's a funny team. They either get blown out – It's exactly or they win, right. You know, it's exactly it's weird. Right. They, 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 they play it, and so, you know, they lose – they, they beat Connecticut by two, and then they turn around and lose to Seton Hall by 15 three days later, and then come back and all of a sudden become the talk of the tournament. So – I think it's anyone's guess in this one. And to your point, they blew out each other on their own home court. Now, they, they split the season series, but they haven't played in more than two months. So yeah, different teams right. at this point. I don't know what point. we can get from that. Yeah, that's I right. don't know what we can get from that. You and know, Jay Wright, to throw that out. And Jay Wright, he loves MSG. Like he could not. I saw his post game. He could not stop talking about it. And you know they've won the Big East tournament, Villanova, three of the last four years. They cut down the nets in sixteen and eighteen. It really is. I want to get to Deshaun Watson, but I want to ask you quickly. Him sticking around there at Villanova, you know, it's near mm -hmm. your area. It, he's become a legend. Like, Jay Wright yeah. sticking around. He could have had any job he wanted. He stayed there, and it's paid off. But there's really not a better job for him, really. For him, I mean, no. He gets everything right. he wants. I mean, he's in the Big East. I mean, it's uh, – it's it's what we've learned. I mean, they've they're really they put a lot of money into the program. They play in great arenas. It's an incredible school. Plus, he's developed the culture that fits him, you know, and and what he wants in the players and who he recruits and and so I think that you know why would you leave it? I mean, there's really no reason to leave it. And so uh, he's got this thing running on all cylinders and it continue to con run and he can keep kids in school for more than one or I mean he 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 rarely got that kid from Newark 2 years ago that ended up transferring to Alabama the five star that didn't fit their program right 
and then he transfers to Alabama, and then, you know, he's been able to keep kids like Gillespie for three, four years and develop them from within. I mean, I think that's really, it's partly the fit for the coach. You know, these jobs that opened up, Missouri opened up yesterday, Georgia opened up the day before. You know, these programs that haven't been winning, there's a reason they haven't won. It isn't because the guy that was coaching them were bad coaches. Is that There's something missing in that program. Like, let's take Georgia, for example. You know, you, you're a player at Georgia. You're recruiting high school. I mean, Crean's got two guys playing. One of the best players for Auburn was from Georgia. The best players for Kentucky. They just both left the program because they felt like the program they weren't committed to the program. Mm-hmm. You know, and the, and with the NIL stuff going on, you go into a high school in Georgia. You know, the, a high school that uh, that's been recruiting a football player, and you go and tell that football player, hey. You know, we're going to give you NIL stuff and you're going to make X, okay? And then you go in there to recruit a basketball player and you say, well, we're going to make it, but you're going to make X minus, minus, minus. What do you think that conversation is going to go to? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's hard. It's, it, it's, it's hard. It's getting convoluted you know, and, to say the least. Yeah, and, and they want to talk about, well, we need a Georgia guy to run Georgia's program. Well, I mean, you need, you need to be able to commit to a program. I mean, Fox and Cream, those guys are really good coaches. They couldn't get it turned around there. It really is fascinating. Michael's friends with Crean, uh, a terrible ending for Todd. He's a great dude and a very good basketball great coach. coach. Did a great job yeah, at I Indiana. Mean, he did. He got fired at Indiana because they, they were, you know, and then, then he went down to, you know, I think a lot of these coaches, pro and college, football and, and college and basketball, they sometimes you go to the wrong school. It just doesn't fit your personality. Right. You know, and I think that ultimately was happened to Tom. Quickly, Creighton-Villanova, Big East final today, just got hit up to seven. Everybody, the board's flashing, so open six and a half with Villanova laying it there close to home has been bet up to seven, so we shall see. Um, and that free throw, I think, I think that free throw shooting is going to make a big difference in that. There's no doubt. Yep, I think Creighton turning it over and not shooting the free throws. Although Creighton, the defense, like you said, they're, they'll blow you out or they get blown out. Their defense was great. They held Providence three of 24 from three last night. If they do that against Villanova today, they'll be in the mix. Villanova's just a better team. They're more talented. Let me, no doubt. Let me get to the story, Michael. Uh, M. Lombardi, NFL, I know you had some thoughts on it, but this was huge news yesterday. A great Grand jury yesterday declined to indict Houston Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson following a police investigation sparked by lawsuits filed by 22 women who have accused him of harassment and sexual assault. That is that side of it. We're going to focus on the football side of it. Him not being indicted. This is huge news across the NFL. Well, it's, it's, it's the conversations are ongoing, and I think we're going to get a resolution to Deshaun Watson no longer being a Houston Texan here in the next let's say 72 hours. I, I don't have any intel on how long it's going to take, but you know, there's a lot of rumors through the league talking to general managers around the league that it, that Seattle's going to be a player in this. We know today there's been a report that Carolina's going to be a serious player in this. You know, you've got to believe that, that New Orleans, I mean, he's taking away his no trade clause. Um, and he's going to do that, which allows Houston to do whatever they want to do in terms of trade him to wherever he wants to go. I'm, I'm told by a team involved that there's a lot more to this story than meets the eye and that it's going to be fascinating once it gets revealed. We shall see. But uh, as we focus just on the football end, I think that when you look at let's take Seattle. Seattle got tired of Russell's divaness. I think they got tired of the high maintenance. I think they just said enough. Okay. You know, we're not – this is where we are. And he doesn't – you know, it's continually to be uh, – a problem. 
and they trade him. That doesn't mean he's not a good player. That doesn't mean he's not going to be able to, to help the Denver Broncos. I'm just talking about what Seattle saw, his lack of movement, his lack of running, his lower body. So they're going to be players in this. Same thing with Carolina. I mean, and the same thing, Indianapolis would, I'm sure, be players in this. They don't have a quarterback. But how did they, then Houston's not going to trade them to them. So they're, they're out of that one. So they're going to have to figure out a way to get a quarterback. But I, I think we're going to see resolution in this deal. And the market's kind of been set. I mean, Russell Wilson went for two twos, two ones, and a couple and players. So I think there it is. And the precedent, by the way, was set 12 years ago with the personal conduct policy. So even if he clears Deshaun Watson, remember Roethlisberger in 2010, he was suspended for what went down in Georgia. Six games, Michael, that got reduced to four. But Deshaun Watson could still, there still could be a, a penalty here coming into next year. Yeah, but I think with the clarification, where the grand jury, which there's no, obviously there's just the evidence presented to it, uh, there will be no criminal charges, which now I think ultimately the commissioner is going to be able to hear some of the same things and find out what's going on and where we go with these civil cases. May I ask you why he would throw away that leverage and waive the no trade? Uh, you know, I think I, I think ultimately because Miami's no longer involved, I think that was a place he was thinking about. Denver's no longer involved, so you you gotta, as Stephen Stills once said, you gotta love the one you're with, man. I mean, you gotta find. I mean, where are you gonna go? He said, I don't want Carolina's back home, Seattle. They're all good places. I mean, you got to go where somebody needs a quarterback. Yeah, the irony of that song is Crosby, Stills, Nash, they all hated each other. So you can't right. really. But they all were dating the same woman. I'm reading this book. Well, uh, Joni Mitchell was just in the mix. We'll come back and discuss it. She was that. dating everybody. It's I mean, Joni Lord. Mitchell was dating everybody. It's there was, a sad. She has even money across the board. Right. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Yeah, I keep comparing this to our Super Bowl coverage because that was off the charts, talked about in the industry. Well, our bracket betting coverage is the exact same. Michael and I discussed it to lead the show starting tomorrow, Selection Sunday, of course, March 13th. We've got six hours of free live coverage. And so get ready for the full court bracket betting coverage. Six hours free. Okay, it's vcin.com to check it out. We're going to be joined with DraftKings as well. It's going to be a ton of fun. You're going to get Greg Hoops-Peterson, Matt Eumanns, Jonathan Von Tobel, Tim Murray. Analyze every game. We've got bookmakers, Johnny Avello. we got the crew here from the South Point as well. Making lines. Don't wait for the lines to move. That's very important. Start your bracket in round one of the tournament and the betting with vcin and the college hoops experts tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern. It's all free at vcin.com. Okay, Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. He's hanging out. I'm Patrick Maher here in Vegas, live from the South Point Studios. I do, I want to follow up with you. So let's, again, yeah. put the legalese as far as Watson to the side. You mm -hmm. and I agree, and I, and I love your take on Watson. When healthy and playing, it's almost like we forgot last year, two years ago, how exemplary his season is. He's a top five quarterback. If everything's right. So, I mean, the market must be fertile. You mentioned Pittsburgh and Sean King got a lot of run with connecting you and his tweet there. Uh, Seattle, we can get to, and Russell gone. Carolina, you got you. You have some familiarity there. Tampa Bay, Philly. I mean, this market is wide open for Deshaun Watson. You know, but the good thing is by Houston waiting, uh, they know what they're getting in terms of the pick. I mean, like let's take Seattle for example. Seattle has no first-round pick other than Indiana, other than the pick they acquired from Denver, which is in the middle of the round. Carolina's got a top 
10 pick, top seven pick, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're Nick Cesario, you're sitting there saying, okay, I got this pick. And then if you decide to go, if you trade them to Seattle, you know, where Seattle doesn't have a one next year, they got, that's Denver's one, right? Because they traded that for Jamal Adams, or maybe they get their one back. So they may have two ones next year, but in 2023. But the reality of it is, is where is that pick going to be? You know, so you've got to kind of measure that. And the one thing by waiting, you can now make the picks turn into what you perceive to be players. So if, if you're sitting in Houston and you say to Carolina, I want your one this year, I want you, you know the player you're pretty much going to get in that top, top seven. You know that player. So you can put that player into the draft pool and then have an idea, which I think helps, helps make the trade. But there will be competition. Look, there's a lot of teams desperate. I mean, I think Washington panicked. I mean, why would would Washington trade their chips in for Wentz? You know, I mean, here's what bothers me about Washington is you've known, right, that two coaches that have had this guy couldn't fix him. And and I'm a big believer, and I was a big believer in him. I stood with him. And I said, hey, look, you know, the guy played so good in 17, you can't give up. And they gave up, and they gave up for all the right reasons. Give Chris Ballard credit. He wasn't going to go there with another year of looking at this guy throw the ball left-handed and, <laughs> and because they couldn't change it. They couldn't change him, you know, and, and he doesn't take the coaching well. See, what we don't realize as fans is some of the, inter- the Monday through Saturday part becomes as difficult as the poor play on Sunday. When you get poor play on Sunday and you're tough to deal with Monday through Saturday – you know, you're going to be gone. Like I, I, I wrote about this for my new book. You know, there's three kind of trades that happen in, in football, right? And there's the, the team that's desperate. And we saw that with Denver. They're desperate. They wanted to make a move. That's fine. Sometimes desperation trades work out. Sometimes they don't. Herschel Walker was a desperation trade. It didn't work out. Then the next kind of trade is we're one player away. We just get this one player, we're all good. That was a Herschel Walker-type deal, too. That didn't work out. And then there's get the guy out of the building trade. Just get this guy out of the building. You know, I want him out. You know, I don't want him anymore. Charles Haley, we can't deal with him in San Francisco. Just get him out of the building. And so those are the kind of trades that typically happen for value. And, and I think that if you follow along with that, you'll either make a mistake because if you feel like you're in one of those categories, you're probably going to give the player away. I don't, desperate was what Washington did with Wentz. Why not wait? Washington swung in. Why not wait until you knew the grand jury was coming yesterday? Why not wait to see what happens with Watson? They swung and missed on Stafford. They swung and missed on Wilson. And like you said, it felt like desperation to go get Wentz. Now, they didn't give up a ton. Let me ask you this. So, first off, I'm going to ask you a very basic question. Are we sure the Houston Texans want to move on from Watson? Again, I know it's a basic question, but why can't that Uh, be rectified? I think there's a lot of bad blood okay. within that front office with Jack Easterby and Deshaun Watson, and I think it's it's way deeper than anybody has written about, anybody has gotcha. talked about. I, I think this is this is the you know we have gone to the mattresses, okay, and you know and and Clemenza's having that little lunch <laughs> over there at that restaurant while they wait in the car. That's what's going on. <laughs> okay, next question. Didn't you, wouldn't you have liked to eat at that restaurant? Yeah, Clemenza it looks, it looked delicious. That, you know, of course. I mean, they cut that out of the movie. It's one of the great scenes of all time. He makes them wait while he has a full gourmet meal. It's perfect. If you, Next question. If Russell yeah. Wilson, and I want to talk about the mobility, I know where you stand. If Russell Wilson brings back two first-rounders, two second-rounders, and three players at 33, 
What does a 26-year-old Deshaun Watson bring back? I would think similar too, right? You know, I would think similar too. Uh, because you, you still have to you still have the, the civil suits waiting upon you, right? You still have that. And you've got Commissioner Goodell looking down your throat. So right. you're looking at that. So there's going to be some of that kind of tied into it. But I do think it'll be a fairly substantial package. There's not going to be a devalue. He was never Nick by Nick waiting, Cesario waiting, I think he assured himself that he wasn't going to get a a devalued package because at the end result, you know, now he's back. I mean, even Watson, I think he was saying, I'm, I'm ready to back to play football. And I think when Watson comes back, Watson will come back with a true chip on Absolutely. his shoulder, unlike any other. Totally agree with you. I totally agree. Now, we did it for the audience during the week. Let's get the TV audience involved here with Russell Wilson. Michael Lombardi's take. 33 years old. Your main point about Russell is just the mobility and his inability right. to get outside the pocket and run, which made him so dangerous in those years with Seattle. You know, as we get older, and, and, and certainly we don't see this, but as we get older, players lose their quickness. They lose their power in their lower body, and they lose that ability to be as athletic as they once were. It's just father time, and we've been spoiled by the great Tom Brady, which doesn't seem like father time ever catches up to him, yet it does. And in the Russell Wilson case, if you just analyzed last year and watch him, from the opening game. Now, I know he came back too soon from the finger. I say that. He only had 183 yards rushing. He only rushed for 17 first downs last year in 14 games. That's just a little over one a game. His movement and his ability to challenge the defense with his feet and his running, not that he's a single-wing quarterback, but his ability to move and slide and make plays and get out of tackles was what made Russell cook. It's what made him cook. That's where the cooking element happened. And last year, when you watch these games closely, turned the ball over too much. He wasn't getting away from the defense as he typically was. And it was short of what we were used to. And us as a betting network and bettors that would n normally stay away from Russ with, you know, when the line was so close, Washington, you know, don't give Russ those points. You gave it to him and he couldn't deliver. He just couldn't deliver. You know, they all blame it on the defense in, in Seattle, and, and certainly the defense in Seattle was problematic. But there were times where, you know, he had opportunity in games where the offense became the issue. It really did. And that became what the problems were. He wasn't able to deliver. And they've got weapons around him. Now, he's been hit way too much. Let's be clear. He's been sacked more than any quarterback in the National Football League. But I think when you break it down, that's a real issue. You know, and, and that's been a concern. They've got to protect them. I mean, look, they scored 10 points against the Rams. You know, they lose 20 to 10. You, get, you hold the Rams to 20 points, you should win that game. You know, they give up 25 to Chicago. They got a big lead against Chicago. They only scored 24 points. Then the last two games of the year, they scored uh, 89 points against Detroit and Arizona. I mean, that was really where they scored the most points. I mean, Washington, they scored 15. Arizona, the first time they played them, they scored 13. That, that Green Bay game was a close game. They held the Green Bay to 17 points, but he was coming back off the finger, and it wasn't very good. They went 3-5 and five last year at home, Patrick. Yep. So this is not a great – I mean, they were 23rd in the league in third-down conversions. They were 32nd in fourth-down conversions. Hey, at least they have a linebacker masquerading as a safety. That's right. Who hey. they overpaid for. I mean, it's ridiculous. I just, you know, I'm just, and I just he do defends that to fire it. you up. 
He defends it. I've I know been saying does. it for years. I know he does. Let's throw up. We knew was, we knew Russell to the Broncos was going to shorten the number. Let's go ahead and take a look at the conference. I've got the division as well. AFC West right now. You got the Chiefs minus one fifteen. I got the Broncos plus two forty. Varies book to book. So your second betting favorite with Russ, and you take a look. They're third as far as your betting favorite at plus six fifty six and a half to one in the AFC behind the Bills and Chiefs. Michael. You know, the Titans get no love. I mean, Vrabel's coaches is, you know, he gets no love at 12-1. to Everybody hates Tannehill, but, you know, they find a way to manage it around Tannehill. The Browns at 16-1 to are going to be interesting to see what they do. They've got a ton of cap room. Sounds like they're in this Deshaun Watson situation, I too. I totally, I'm reading it the same like thing. sounds like they're in there, and, and, you know, they could ship, they, they could pull the Jared Goff deal and, and ship Mayfield down to Houston. I mean, they can do that. They have, they have at least somebody to send with them. Great NFL talk with Michael Lombardi. By the way, I'm seeing Texas Tech, Kansas off the one opener. Jumped up. Championship there in the Big 12. Up to Kansas laying two can't, and a half. Can't wait to watch that. Can't wait to we'll watch talk that. about that. And more. You know I love my Red Raiders. Your boy Carl Johnson next. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, of course, Lombardi Line brought to you by BetMGM. We got a special deal for you today. Bet ten bucks, win two hundred. NBA, simply simply place a ten dollar money line wager on any game. If either team hits a three pointer, it's going to happen. You're going to win two hundred bucks. This is for new betters over at BetMGM. Also, reward points, which we love to talk, kind of like a credit card. BetMGM reward points that can be redeemed for online bonuses converted into comps at over 20 MGM resorts nationwide. BetMGM is a proud sponsor and partner of the NBA. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com. Use that bonus code VSIN200, V-S-I-N-200. Anybody hits a three tonight, place $10 bet, you're going to win $200 paid for in free bets. 21 years or older, if you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, we welcome you back here. 
as we dance along the bubble. Conference tournaments, of course, underway. We've got a bunch of finals today. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi, see him there in Jersey. Now we head out to the bayou. And we say hi to our guy, Jick Jack Johnson. Carl Johnson runs the race and sports book there at the Beau Rivage. What's cracking, Carl? We love to see the printer behind you and the fax machine. My man, Carl Johnson, ready to go. Good morning, Carl. Good morning. How you guys doing? Yeah, look, they're, they're getting me a green screen, so I'm going to have fun with that thing once I get it. <laughs> that, that could be dangerous. You can do that the could, weather. That you could be dangerous. Weather, <laughs> you got to get right, the pontoon the boat. Yeah. <laughs> the, the weather and the pontoon boat behind Carl Johnson. How are we feeling today, man? We're doing good, man. We're a little cold over here. I mean, we we, we woke up uh, wind blowing. I mean, it's like uh, 30 degrees, supposed to be like high uh, 20s tonight. I don't like, Jig Jack don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> we just went first person. I love it. Um, why don't we start? Michael and I just teased this. Michael's all over this Texas Tech team. If we can start with Texas Tech and Kansas and the Big 12 final here, I got an opener of one, bet up to two and a half. Kansas is rolling right now, as you know, Jig Jack. Where are you sitting with this number? Yeah, we opened this number this morning at one and a half, 134 and a half. And they bet it up. Uh, it's two and a half and one thirty-four and a half right now. Uh, yeah, I mean th this is going to be a good good ball game. I like both teams. Uh, both teams uh, playing well. Texas Tech defense. Uh, Kansas twenty-two and six. Uh, this is going to be a good one. Yeah, I mean it, it will be, and I, you know it's going to be interesting if these two teams get in the same bracket. Right now, they're not. I mean, it sounds like Texas Tech might be headed out to the West to, to get in the Gonzaga bracket, based on what I've seen so far. But their defense is spectacular, and Adams has done an incredible job coaching this team. This has been one of those teams that that give have given Kansas a little bit of trouble just by their tenacity. And re remember, Michael, Texas Tech beat Kansas at home, and then they lost in yep. double overtime at Lawrence. So this yep. is Texas Tech can play with this team. I mean, the defense no is just I mean, it's, they're so good uh, defensively. Uh, maybe Kansas has the edge on the boards and is a better three point shooting team. But I love that matchup. Um, Michael, is there one you want to pick out for Jick Jack here? Well, I mean, I'd love to hear what his thoughts are. I know we're going, uh, you know, I know we uh, talk about the Southeast Conference all the time with Chick Jack, but where are you on Arkansas, Texas A&M today? Uh, you know, I know it's kind of right in your in your sweet spot down there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and I, uh, this is one of those teams that I've liked uh, for the tournament. Uh, Arkansas, uh, we opened at minus six and a half, 139 and a half. And, uh, you know, we're getting, uh, we're getting a little play on Texas A&M this morning. Uh, yeah. So we, they, they bet them down to five and a half and one thirty eight and a half, which is, uh, you know, it's uh, I, I guess it's not unexpected. I mean, Texas A&M's been playing good, twenty two and eleven on the year. Uh, don't know how they're not going to get in this tournament, but it, it, they they probably won't get in unless they win this game I today. I agree, Carl. No, I, I agree, Carl. I mean, and look, here's the thing that we have to remind ourselves is they beat Arkansas at Bud Walton, which mm -hmm. we know is hard to do. Right. And then they lost to Arkansas in overtime down in, in, in College Station. So they have played them really well both times. They've toe to toe with them. They beat them. Now, Arkansas is playing better, but so is A&M. So to me, 
I don't see how they can, you can just dismiss Texas A&M and, and bring in the, the, the Michigan Wolverines and feel good about it. Yeah, we're done. Yeah. We're done. We're done with Michigan on this side over here, Carl. Kentucky, Tennessee, let's finish up with the semis and the SEC conference tournament. It's going to be a great game. We've seen these two before. Uh, Tennessee beat up on Mississippi State and Kentucky, as Michael mentioned earlier today, held on against Bandy. Where are you sitting with Kentucky and Tennessee, Carl? Yeah, you know, for me, no surprises here. I mean, I kind of felt like Tennessee was going to play a good tournament. They, they've been coming on strong. Now, the only time they faltered this year has been when they when they was on the road. Um, so we opened this game, Kentucky, two and a half, 139 and a half. Uh, we're still at two and a half, but the totals ticked down one to uh, 138 and a half. Uh, you know, Kentucky, uh, last 10 against the spread, if you bet them, you've lost money. They're four, five, and one. Uh, Tennessee last 10 against the spread six and four. The ACC. Oh, go, go ahead, Michael. Do you want to f follow well, up? There? No, I was just going to say, you know, Tennessee is one of those teams. I mean, they beat Kentucky at home, you know, and then they, you know, they, they're really such a good home team. And everybody you talk to says, you know, this is a, a really talented team. I think this is the moment for Tennessee to make a statement in the tournament. If they can beat Kentucky today, huge. You know, I, I think they this could propel them going forward into the tournament and give them a great chance. I mean, Rick Barnes's team. When you break them down, they're they're really they're they're really good in terms of their talent level. This at times they just don't play to their talent level, but their defense over the last four weeks, the last two weeks, have has really improved, and I think that's going to be the key right here. Yeah, when Tennessee gets in the half court. They're a little disjointed, but they can get out in transition. I agree with Michael. They went undefeated at home, as Michael just mentioned. That's a very good team. That's a great matchup. How about Virginia Tech and Duke? And, Carl, we talked about A&M. I think Virginia Tech might have to win today to get into the dance. Uh, these two teams play just once during the regular season. Duke won at home by 10, although Tech in that matchup, because I was betting on it, they had an eight-point lead at Duke in the second half then couldn't and you just couldn't hit a three, couldn't it? This is a very good three-point shooting team at Virginia Tech. What do you got? Yeah, you know, uh, uh, Duke's going to have their hands full today. Um, we, we opened it at uh, six and a half, 138 and a half. Uh, we're at six and a half and 136 and a half. So they bet that total a little, little bit. Um, you know, for, for Duke, I think, uh, you know, I think last week that North Carolina loss was probably a good thing for them. Uh, you know, sometimes uh, uh, losing one like that give you a, chance to reset uh, coach K's last year. And, you know, I, I was talking about this on the podcast this week. It would not surprise, you know, now Duke is not one of my favorites, but we know how sports stories go. Uh, it would not surprise me one bit. If Duke didn't send coach K out with a national championship, I would not be surprised. You know, but also on your pod, Carl, you talked about it. Ryan Hyatt uh, from uh, college, from Lubbock out there, the radio guy, a very good uh, show. I often do it. And you had him on your pod. And he made a great point about the fanfare around Duke, about how it's exhausting, how it kind of wears on you. And everything, the pressure starts to mount. And I, and I think that's going to be hard to continue through the tournament. I, I think I think it's 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 a kind of a a burden that the Duke team seems to carry around with them, and, and it hasn't been an embraced. I mean, look, they lose at home to North Carolina, you know, and and we know North Carolina has kind of been inconsistent. So 
I, I don't know. I think Ryan made a great point with that on your pod. I think it was really good. And the pod is one more. Make sure you check it out with Carl Johnson there. I want to quickly say this. AC, as far as the ACC, Duke has been the best at defending the three, Michael and Carl, but not as of late. Syracuse hit 13. North Carolina hit threes. Miami hit threes last night. And Virginia Tech's the fourth best three-point shooting team in the country. They can, they can win this game, and I hope they do hey, because no. I want to see them in the tournament, Carl. Hey, I, I thought Syracuse could have won the game the other night if, uh, you know, they, if they don't have an injury there. Uh, they, unbelievable. I totally or agree. If Buddy plays, they might have won. I mean, there's no doubt. Right. I, I agree with you, Carl. I mean, Duke has been on the edge. You know, I see Stephen Bond shaking his head as we raise the orange flag here. Uh, you know, I, I think that there's no doubt that Duke has been on the edge. I think there's – They're so topsy-turvy. They just – Yeah. You know, Griffin and Ben I mean, Miami had them. Miami had them last uh, yesterday. They, they just yeah. couldn't close it. Yeah. Let's go Pac-12 quickly before we say goodbye. UCLA and Arizona, I can't wait for this game. Obviously, a vet-laden team in UCLA. Arizona is a multicultural team. They've got guys from all over the place, although their point guard sprained his ankle, so he's not going to play. What do you got on this uh, Pac-12 final here? Yeah, you know, and uh, this is not a surprising matchup. I like both of these teams to make deep runs in the tournament. Uh, we opened at Arizona, one and a half, 42 and a half, and we're at the same spot right now. Uh, UCLA winner of five straight. Arizona, uh, best offense in the conference. Uh, UCLA's got four players scoring in double figures, and they've got the best scoring defense in the country. This will, this will be a good game, and both of these teams will make a deep run in the tournament. I'll yeah, say this, no Michael. No doubt. Arizona's not playing like they did in February. Arizona can win nope. a national championship, but it's not the same team right now. And again, uh, Krissa is out, their point guard from Estonia. Okay, we're saying goodbye to Carl. First off, one more is the pod. Thanks, Carl. And also, what's on the menu today, Carl? Uh, you know, I think today is going to be a hamburger. It's a hamburger day. It's cold I outside. I can see it's... it coming. I, yeah. I saw it from a mile away. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think and every day is a hamburger. Number... We're going to start calling you Wimpy. Every day is a hamburger day. <laughs> yeah, that's my guy. I love Wimpy. We got to get the green screen up for Carl Johnson yeah. there. Beau every day is a hamburger. We should by. get you on tour for the best burgers. Yes. We love you, Carl. Talk to you next week. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, Carl. Take care, guys. More College Hoops next here at Lombardi Line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.